I'm Deborah Bigda, and this is the Restoring Hope podcast, where you can come to discover that no matter how bleak your situation may seem, you can experience true hope and ultimate health. And I'm not referring to just your physical health. I'm talking about a holistic approach to your health, including your mental, emotional, spiritual, and financial health. Join me as I share inspiring stories, incredible guests, and tangible actions that will transform you into the healthiest version of you, that version of you that is fully restored and hopeful for all that is possible. Have you ever wondered how some people can seem to be eating all the right things, exercising, and still not lose weight? Or other people seem to have it all, right? They've got plenty of money, they've got a great family, and yet they're unhappy? Well, today I want to talk to you about the five pillars of your well-being and how you can unlock unlock your most vibrant self and life and be full of passion and energy. Feel like you're living with a purpose. Welcome everybody to the Restoring Hope podcast. I am so glad that you're here with me today. So I want to tell you how it is that I came about these five pillars of your overall well-being, because I think that it is so critical for people to understand that you cannot separate your physical health and try to be healthy, I'm doing my little air quotes here, try to be healthy unless you really look and assess what is your mental health, what is your spiritual health, what is your emotional health, what is your financial health, and then what is your physical health. So those are the five pillars. And here's how this came to be. Years ago, son had a lot of GI issues. And we ended up in the hospital with him. And we had gone to many, many different doctors and specialists. We tried all the elimination. My youngest, we tried all the crunchy granola type things, if you will, of different um, alternative supplements out there. And nothing really seemed to work. And we ended up in the hospital with my son while on vacation in the middle of absolutely no man's land. So it was close to a, I don't know, maybe two-hour drive to get to the nearest pediatric emergency room. I honestly thought his appendix had ruptured. And it turned out that he was completely impacted, which means that you're full of poop. So long story short, their solution was basically Miralax around the clock for the rest of his life. And I was like, yeah, I'm not doing that. Now, at this point, I was not uh, um, a certified holistic health coach, but I had done a ton of reading on gut health and everything else. So I knew a lot, but I had been hearing about some supplements and honestly completely discounted them because from all my research, there is no way that they would ever work. But I was a very, very desperate mom. And so I came home and we tried the supplements fully expecting to ask for my refund within 60 days. And lo and behold, guess what? They worked and they worked incredibly well not only for my son and husband who had traditional GI issues, but for myself. And I had no GI issues whatsoever. So I was like, but what I did have is like really heavy periods, like chronic sinus infections for my entire life, allergies since I was a child to include allergy shots, you know, all these things, extremely heavy periods to the point where um, they thought I was bleeding internally. I was swallowing digital cameras. So I had all these things. Well, all those things disappeared when I started these supplements. 
as a cheerleader with my husband and son. And so it got me thinking. I was like, how in the heck did this stuff work? And why in the heck did it work, right? Like, I mean, we were eating really, really healthy food, getting the organic stuff, the whatever, grass-fed meat, um, not having a lot of junk food, and I and doing a lot of different probiotics and stuff. And so I wanted to understand why in the world these supplements worked, especially when they were a fraction of what I had been spending. So I started like digging in to the ingredients, digging into medical research articles and reading and reading. And finally, I was like, hey, I am doing an enormous amount of research here. I might as well, I don't know, go get some piece of paper to hang on the wall, right? Like some certificates kind of really make you be um, more knowledgeable or more worthy of talking to people. But it was something I decided. I was like, I'm going to go do this. So I signed up with the Institute for Integrative Nutrition and I went through their year-long program and became a certified holistic health coach. And through that program, they talked a lot about your primary food and that your primary food has absolutely nothing to do with what you put in your mouth and that it is all these other categories. And they talked a lot about this circle of life. If you could almost picture like a circle, like a pie, and you know, you divide it into pie pieces. So you've got these lines going through and each little pie piece um, is a different category. It was like physical exercise, uh, relationships with um, you know family members, your satisfaction in your career, um, your hobbies, your spiritual life, uh, you know, relationships at work. It, there were probably 12 different pie pieces. And what they would have you do is kind of assess. And so when I first started coaching people, I would use this little pie chart and I would have them assess for each one of these categories, draw a little dot on this pie chart. Now, if you're on the outside edge of the circle or the pie, that means you're 100% life could not possibly be better in that particular category. And um, if you were dead center of the circle, then it was like, you really couldn't imagine how things could possibly get worse in that category. And you would go through each category. And if you can imagine, like you've got the circle and the lines dividing it into pie slices, right? And so on that line for each pie piece, you would draw a little dot. And ideally, what you want is you want all your dots to be on the outside edge of the circle. And if they're on the inside edge, then you kind of got like a flat wheel tire, if you will. Well, I liked that diagram but I was like well sometimes that can kind of really be feel like a lot for people and so when I really started studying it and working with clients over time I was like you know it really boils down to five categories it's your mental health your spiritual health your emotional health your financial health and your physical health and I am all about imagery um pictures analogies because I think it helps people understand things better and so I like to use the five pillars. I like to visualize if you can, like if you can almost close your eyes and picture, I don't know, like a, an old Greek building um, with five pillars and just picture that these pillars are on the ground and on top of the pillars is this large plate or solid surface. And then everything, um, the building or your life is above it, right? And above that would be like fun, success, abundance, hope, freedom, health, joy, happiness, strength, um, 
all of these different things that we all want in life. Energy, right? And if one of your pillars starts to crack or crumble, the things on top of the pillars, the structure, your life, all of these happiness, fun, joy, success, passion, um, health, hope, all of that fulfillment purpose starts to potentially fall down. Now, if four of the pillars are still nice and strong, then things might kind of stay up there, right? But as another pillar starts to crack a little bit, the structure starts to fall down. And so on my website, I actually have a really great, it is a free downloadable um, workbook on these five pillars. It puts everything in such an incredible visual format. So I really encourage you, I'll have it down in my show notes where you can go click to download this free workbook. It talks about it, it gives you diagrams, and then it will have questions that you can ask yourself reflective questions to try and assess for each of these categories. But each one of these pillars is, again, your mental health, your spiritual health, your emotional health, your financial health, and your physical health. And what I like to tell people is that if one of the pillars starts to crack and crumble, you might be able to kind of hold things together, right? Because the other four might be able to hold up that structure or your life, all of these things that we're trying to strive for, the joy, the health, the freedom, the happiness, the abundance, the fun. Um, but if another pillar starts to crumble or if multiple pillars are crumbling a little bit, everything will come tumbling down. And so there is this weaving right? This interconnection, this interdependency upon these five pillars that you really want to strengthen all of them. Because when one crumbles, it will impact all of the others. There's no way it is possible to have um, horrific, say, physical health and not have it affect you financially, emotionally, spiritually, or mentally. Same scenario, there's no way to be like in your top-notch physical peak performance, but have something happening in your spiritual health that is causing issues and then not have it affect your mental, your emotional, financial, or physical health. All five of these are dependent upon one another. And while, yes, one can start to crack and crumble a little if the other four are strong, it might hold up the structure long enough, but you need to then work on that pillar. Okay, so the question you might have at this point is, I'm really great in all of my pillars, right? Like, I don't have any emotional issues or mental issues or financial issues or whatever the case may be. And so in this workbook, that you can get, again, from my website, it's free downloadable. I kind of talk a little bit, I hint a little bit towards what each of these pillars entails. So let's take emotional health, for example. You might say, I'm in great emotional health, but some of the things I would ask yourself is when you're daydreaming, for example, and you're driving in a car, or you're thinking, or something happens, do you immediately jump to the worst case scenario, the negative? Do you let your mind wander there? Or are you always thinking of the positive outcomes, right? How about people that are around you? How about people that are around you? Emotional health has to do with a lot of relationships as well. 
Do you have that person or people, maybe more than one, in your life that when the phone rings and the caller ID comes up and you see their name, you kind of like instantly like cringe and shiver just a little bit like, I don't really want to have to answer that. Are there toxic people that are around you, whether at work, in your family, um, maybe through the different activities that your kids are involved in, your, the school that your kids go to? Do you have the ability to kind of bounce back? Are you resilient? And do you are you able to cope effectively with life's challenges and setbacks? Or do you kind of, when something bad happens, kind of like wallow in it and can't really... Now, I mean, that's not to say that when something bad happens, you can't have those feelings of being sad or angry, right? But how long do you sit there for how long do you let it impact you? And when do you say, okay, so this happened, but I can see beyond my circumstances. Are you one of these people that can't see beyond your circumstances? Again, there's no judgment here. This is just like evaluation. The financial health, here's a great thing. So you may say, Deb, you know what? I'm really lucky. We have plenty of money and we can pay for all of our bills. We are in great, and we've got plenty of money saved up. But financial health goes well beyond just, can you pay your bills and do you have plenty of money in your savings account and your retirement account? Financial health goes to, what is your relationship with money? And I know that sounds really weird to be like, what is my relationship with money? But how do you view money? Do you view money as a good thing? Are you able to proudly say, I want more money and I want lots of it? Or does that make you kind of like feel greedy or selfish? Because here's the thing I've learned. Money is not the problem. It's what people do with it and how they think about it. That's the problem, right? Money buys you options. Not only you, but one of the options it could buy you is the option to be able to help lots of people. So money is not the issue. But a lot of people, even if they have lots of money, and maybe especially if they have lots of money, don't even know exactly where all of their money is going. And so sometimes we may not have the best relationship with money, even if we think we have plenty of money, and we do have plenty of money, but our relationship with money may not be that great because either A, we may not know where it is all going. Sadly, some people may not even be able to survive an unexpected emergency, whether it be a large repair on a car or the house, or a health crisis, or losing a job, could you survive? How long could you survive if you suddenly lost your job? One month, two months, three months, four months, five months, six months? Could you make it six months without having cut any expenses? Could you make it six months if you cut some expenses? Or would you be in trouble after month one or two? And when I say, can you make it? I'm not talking about, do you have enough credit line on your credit cards to just start charging everything. I'm not talking about, could you drain your 401k accounts? I'm talking about, do you have enough money in savings that you could survive? Do you have enough money in savings that if you suddenly had some, because let's face it, when you own a home and you have to replace something like your HVAC, a hot water heater, you know, a roof, those things are thousands of dollars. And for some people, that has to go in a credit card. So that's something to look at about because when we are stressing about finances, 
it makes a major impact on our physical health, our mental health, our relationships. For your mental health, some super quick, easy questions to ask yourself is, do you live in a mindset of self-sabotage talking? I could have, should have, would have done. Are you actively doing things that you're passionate about? Guys, God wants us to live a life full of passion and purpose. And that means having some sort of passion project or a hobby that brings you joy. Our purpose here on earth is not to work ourselves to the bone and constantly be waiting hand on foot on people, right? We need to do things that will charge our, like refuel our body. And that is something that you're really passionate about, something that brings you enjoyment, but don't take your passion project or something that brings you enjoyment and go overboard where that's all you do because that is not good for your health either. Do you have some type of trigger that you find suddenly maybe you're kind of getting agitated or upset with people and when you really take a step back and look at it, you're like, I don't really know why I got upset at them because it wasn't that big of a deal. If that's happening to you, then that means your mental health category is suffering a little bit and that you are just dealing with feelings from past traumas rather than truly being healed from them. And when I say past traumas, guys, I am not talking about like some massive physical abuse or sexual abuse, obvious or emotional abuse. Obviously, those fall into that category. But I'm even talking about how is it that you identify with yourself, right? We all have our identity to self. And is your identity to self this like, I'm not good enough. I'm not special enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not popular enough. People won't love me. I'm not lovable. I'm not wanted. Those are thoughts that are put into our brain at a very young age. And a lot of times we come up with those thoughts on our own from something that is so insignificant. When we're looking back on it, we, we don't necessarily understand how that happened. Now, there are times where it's more severe, but the reason why I point out that it doesn't have to be that severe is because maybe you're like me and you're like, well, I didn't really have anything bad happen in my life. How could I have those types of thoughts? And I just want to tell you that until you really address them, you cannot truly be your most vibrant, passionate self. So I bring up these five categories, not to go into large depth of them right now, but to make you be aware of how each one is. And I'm going to use an analogy. Again, I love visuals. So I want to use this analogy of a car. Now I use this analogy all the time for this car when I'm talking about physical health. But I'm going to use it here for the pillars in case the pillars didn't quite do it for you. I'm going to use the car analogy. If you can imagine that your um, car has four tires, right? And gas. And if you know anything about cars, and by the way, my husband's a big car guy. And he's always talking about how if you have fully inflated tires and the right kind of gas, you can get the best gas mileage out of your car. And if your tires are even just slightly deflated, your gas mileage is going to go or whatever. Yeah, gas mileage, miles per the gallon, whatever. 
is going to go down. You get the point, right? So I want you to think of, you could also think of this mental health, physical health, emotional health, spiritual health, and financial health as four tires and stick one of them as your gas. I don't care which one you choose. It doesn't matter. But if all four tires and you've got the right kind of gas going, you're going to get the best gas mileage out of your car. Your car is going to run smooth. If one of your tires starts to come deflated, you can still drive that car. Guess what? You can still drive that car if all four tires are going low, right? Your gas mileage is not going to be that good. The flatter one of those tires gets, let's say one is completely flat. You can still drive your car. Now you might be damaging the room at this point and you're going to hear a flip, 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 flip as you're driving along, right? But you could still drive your car. You could probably even drive that car with four dead flat tires. I promise you, you're going to damage the rims and you're certainly not going to go anywhere fast. Okay. But you could drive that car. Could you drive the car or move the car if you had no gas? Sure. You could get out and push it. Right. Same thing in your life. You can let these pillars or these categories start to deflate or run dry, but your overall life is not going to be that great. So if you can keep them fully inflated, you will see an incredible difference. So whatever analogy works best for you, this car analogy, the pillar analogy, what I want to do is I want to give you four fully inflated tires with the best gas out there. I want to give you five pillars so strong that you are just filled with vibrancy and energy and passion and purpose. And you are alive and just living your best possible life because then and only then will you be able to serve those around you to the level that you really, really want. Guys, I have loved being with you here today. I hope and pray that something in here has sparked a thought on what it is that you can do to improve your life so you can live with passion, you can live with vibrancy, and you can serve others around you to the level that you're just dying to do it. And remember, go ahead and download that free workbook. It's on my website. I'm going to put the link to it in the website. And I look forward to chatting with you next week. We have some incredible guests lined up over the next couple of weeks, stories of amazing hope and perseverance and resiliency, and I look forward to sharing their stories with you. Have an amazing Monday. Thank you for joining us today on the Your Storing Hope podcast with your host, me, Deborah Bigda. It would mean the world to me if you'd like and subscribe to this podcast. Share it with your family and friends, those that you think that might benefit from what it is that we've shared today. Follow me on Instagram and Facebook. Check out my website. The link is listed below. My prayer for you, my friends, is that you are able to lean into the person that God has truly designed you to be, restoring hope for both yourself and all of those around you. Until next week, have an amazing day. Love you all. Can't wait to chat next week.